Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Living Life Out Loud. I am your host, Sarah Lopez. I hope that you guys are all doing wonderful this week. This week, we are going to be talking about bullying. I do not have an extra special guest today other than myself. Um, This is a subject that I have, unfortunately, a lot of experience in from childhood all the way to present. Um, But I did want to touch on it because this one is a very important one that often gets swept under the rug and um, it is a very touchy subject as well. So um, I am always welcome to you guys messaging me or emailing me questions or comments or anything um, concerning what we're talking about on this episode or previous episodes. Uh, so feel free. My email is livinglifeoutloud82 at gmail.com. So you can always reach me there. Or um, you can reach me on the, the blog website, which will be listed on the actual podcast page. So that's how to contact me. If you guys have any questions regarding this topic, just let me know. Um, or if you want to share your own personal experiences with being bullied or being a bully, that would be, you know, I would love to have you on the show because um, I think most people do get bullied at some point in their life. Uh, maybe some of us don't really take too much thought into it or just kind of brush it off. Some of us maybe more than others. Um, but I know that this is a common thing that happens and I see it even to this day, even with my own kid, like kids, <laughs> like you just, it's a very, it's an unfortunate common thing to happen. So getting into it, the, uh, definition of being bullied is an unwanted aggressive behavior among people that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. So to me, I mean, I just always thought of it as, um, yeah, it was, it was always that. It just wasn't as clear when you're a kid. It seemed a little bit like, yo, the popular kid picked on the dorky kid. For me, unfortunately, I was the dorky kid my whole life. I still am. So, and I'm okay with it now. But starting off, we could just get into my personal experiences, some of them. Um, I was always bullied. I, I don't think there was a time um, that I can remember where I wasn't. Um, and, and it was sad. It does make me sad to think about how much I've had to go through, um, since a kid. Cause when I was little, I used to have, I had to get braces and glasses young. My teeth were messed up <laughs> and I couldn't see. So I had my dorky glasses and my big old mouth of braces And, um, I was extremely skinny, not like I had a choice. I was born that way. So, um, I did get picked on a lot and I remember instances. I remember so many and I, I, unfortunately I remember their names and everything, which I won't get into that. And I have forgiven these people. It just, it sucks that you can remember it down to the detail because it, it traumatizes you and it, it really does, man, because I remember one time being, um, we went on a field trip and this little boy used to pick on me all the time. He always was calling me dork and a four-eyed brace face and, you know, whatever he could tell me. And I remember we went on a field trip and he kept picking on me, picking and picking and picking. And I was like in tears. It was awful. There was times where I would cry 
so much before going to school and I'd beg my parents to homeschool me. I'd beg them to please don't make me go to school. It was just that bad. And I know as a parent now how hard that had to be for them to make me go to school. And I'm grateful they did. But it was really traumatic. And um, this little boy was just on it that day. He kept picking and picking and picking. And finally, I told him when we were in the bus, I said, just wait till we get out of the bus. If you tell me that one more time, just you wait. And I'm quiet. I was a shy kid. I didn't mess with nobody. Just leave me alone. If I was your friend, I would talk endlessly to you. But if I wasn't like close to you or we just didn't hang, you know, we just didn't know each other, I wouldn't talk. I was just quiet. It wasn't I was stuck up. It was just I was just so shy. I didn't want to talk to nobody. So anyway, we get out of the bus and he walks right up to me. I was at the, towards the end of the line. He walks right up to me and he's like, what are you going to do about it, you four-eyed brace face? And I slapped him across the face as hard as I could. The, the most, I have never, I had never done anything like that to that point in my life. Hit something or anybody and my hand hurt. And he had the imprint of my hand on his face. And we were kids, mind you. I'd say maybe this was like fifth grade, fourth grade, you know. And... Oh, I remember he cried. He was so embarrassed. And then everybody started picking on him. And they were like, good job. Like, but I thought, man, how awful that it would take me to hit him for people to see how wrong he was to be picking on me so much. You know, like, to, why did it have to be that? And I should never have done that on my own account. Um, but it was so much that I know when people say they have their breaking point, like that was mine as a kid when he just wouldn't stop. There was just, um, it was a lot. I didn't get in trouble surprisingly, because I think sadly the teachers knew that he picked on me a lot. And I think that was kind of like a, that's what you get situation. It's not at all like it is now with school and how, how everybody's in your business. And that was a long time ago. So but I remember that being something that was like, gosh, man, like, it was always that I was a dork, that I was a nerd because I had glasses, that I was a nerd because I had a braces. And, you know, I was. I wasn't smart. I wasn't like a, a, a nerdy kid that just knew everything. I wasn't like that at all. I was just really shy and unfortunately couldn't see and didn't have straight teeth. So I had a lot not working towards me as a kid, <laughs> but... Um, I remember a lot of those instances of being picked on. And then as I got older, um, like a teenage years, um, I always had a hard time with friends. Like I never really had friends that it never really felt like they really wanted me around, <laughs> you know, it was kind of like I was just that extra wheel. And there was, there was a few that were very special people that were very nice to me. And to this day are actually still my friends. Um, a select few they were and they're very special they know who they are they're they're still my buddies to this day those are good people because they did like me and they did they did defend me and hang out with me and you know they they cared about me even though I wasn't popular and I wasn't less you know whatever but as a teenager I remember um let's see I'm trying to remember all of the times um I remember being friends with some girls and all of a sudden they got mad at me. I don't I don't exactly remember why that they were they got mad at me. This was probably middle school and one of them wanted to fight me. And mind you, this girl had been my best friend. Like we were legit best friends that I thought 
for a couple years, maybe like two years. They were at my house every day. Like my parents still remember them. But this girl just wanted to fight me. Like she just came up and pushed me. And I thought, I don't fight. Like I'm not a fighter. I don't even know what to do. I'm a kid. Like, you know, what the hell? And I remember telling her, I'm not going to fight you, dude. You were my best friend last week. What the hell? And she just was like, you're scared. And I remember that kind of a little bit. But I remember people were like, oh, they're going to fight. And and then I see where it was instigating. Like kids were just, you know, people want to see a fight. And I didn't. I walked away and, and I never talked to her again to this day. I never had talked to her again. Um, we never fought. <laughs> but I remember thinking how quickly... It went from best friend, like my BFF forever. And all of a sudden now you hate me. And I don't remember. It wasn't like I was stealing boyfriends because I was not by any means messing with boys. I was such a dork. I didn't. I had a few crushes as a kid, but I never acted on nothing and I never told them. And that was it. That was so if anybody had assumed that I was interested, that was totally not the case at all which was sad because um I know a lot in high school I got a lot of shit for that so (laughs) when growing up in a small town um everybody knows everybody's business and unfortunately if somebody doesn't like you and they're popular they make sure to let everybody else know that they don't like you and that they're popular so as a kid as a teenager I got oh I think the high school is probably the worst part because just being um, a chick was like the worst. I don't know. I had my same friends that I had. Well, you know, I, I stuck with the same set of girls for pretty much from junior high all the way to now. Um, and one of my closest friends has the same name as me. Um, I'm, and she was a little wild every now and then. She would make funny gestures and... She would say, like, just being stupid, you know, being a teenager, talking crap, like making comments that, you know, I don't know, were inappropriate, I guess, or joking around with boys. And so somehow my name got associated just because I was Sarah, that I was the one doing that kind of stuff. And so I remember this (laughs) in high school, there was a group of boys that we used to hang with. They were our buddies, man. I thought they were. I thought they were cool. Um, But they came up with this group they called CSK. And so what it was was the cocksucking crew. And that's their funny ha-ha. That was their little thing that they would joke about. And unfortunately, somehow, I had to be on this Uh, they associated me with this because of my friend or whatever the hell they'd associated with me for. Um, And it sucked. Let me tell you that (laughs) I remember. And, and some of you that listen, if you are somebody that I knew from high school, you probably remember that. Um, And it was everywhere. And I remember thinking all the time, why the hell does this have to keep happening to me? Like I didn't do shit. And these people don't leave me alone. These boys just keep on, keep on, keep on. And I would cry and cry because I never did nothing like that. Literally, I did not have boyfriends in high school. I didn't kiss anybody in high school. I didn't sleep with nobody. Like, I wasn't a little hooker like they thought. But for whatever reason, they just, they grasped it 
and then the chicks did and then it just kept going and it kept going and I remember I would be so pissed when one of them would joke that I just lost the the humor because at first I was like haha yeah whatever you know and I'd try to blow it off like it didn't bug me but after a while it was just like okay this is stupid like stop already because I don't have nothing to do with that and what the hell you're not gonna just the reputation of it was killed like I know that through high school people thought of me like that and I thought man I never never did nothing like that never um I remember having crushes on certain guys in our class like in our grade or above me and and that they would just be like non-responsive they didn't care you know it wasn't ever nothing um but if somebody else like a popular person or somebody else like that person they would go like extra miles to make sure that I was known as a freaking whore because I like that person and then it would become something that they wanted to fight me and I'm like I never even knew this person I never even like talked to the guy I just thought oh he's kind of cute you know that was the extent of it it was literally that much it wasn't ever that I was pursuing him it wasn't ever that I was like hey hook me up with your friend I never did that but I still I would get picked on for it and I'm like I get bugged just talking about this right now I'm like already and I remember exactly which chicks it was and I could say a thousand things to them right now but it's not even like that like it shouldn't ever be like that I remember um also getting picked on a lot being bullied for being my sister's little sister (laughs) so I I literally got picked on for that too um my sister had my nephew out after high school and for whatever reason like the girls her my nephew's dad was I guess popular I guess you could say at the time with the girls they thought they liked him or whatever so because my sister had broken up with him through whatever dimension you can make that my fault um (laughs) I got a lot of girls that would always like be talking shit about me behind my back or even to me you know they would talk about me and tell people that they said this and that and the other whatever um just because I was her little sister but thankfully I mean my sister is amazing and she always defended me and she'd get up in their faces and defend me and tell them we'll do something and they would never do nothing so that was always the way it turned out I'm lucky that I have her and I wish that it would have been like my freshman year because I went into high school the year after she got out so she just graduated and I just went in so I missed her by just the year and I remember thinking god I wish she was here so that these people would stop picking on me so but they didn't they they didn't it wasn't ever that easy um I I can't believe I even remember like this stuff um so this is like a, a just a crappy topic <laughs> now that I'm going I'm like great what did I get into um that was just as a teenager man I remember being so upset with situations times where I would ditch so much once I got to driving I wouldn't want to go to school I would take my friends I'd go by myself I just wouldn't go to school because I hated being there I hated being picked on I hated feeling like if I go someone's going to tell me something maybe someone's going to want to fight me I hate to feel like all these people hate me anyway. That's exactly how I felt. 
And it wasn't true. I had friends and I was nice to people. But unfortunately, people thought I was stuck up because I didn't talk to like I wouldn't just be wild mouthed and talk to everybody. If I didn't really know you, I didn't talk to you. I wouldn't make an effort if you didn't. So that's just the way I was. It wasn't that I thought I was better than anybody. It was just that I was still shy, even in high school. I didn't get out of that until after high school. But during the time, I was like super shy. And I was, again, I was still really skinny. Um, And I remember... I remember my freshman year going into high school. I still needed glasses. Mind you, I'm still pretty blind. And I remember hating my glasses so much that I spent the entire, I think I want to say, yeah, it was the full freshman year not wearing glasses or contacts because I couldn't put contacts on at the time because I was so embarrassed of them that I would just, um, I'd wing it. I would just not wear my glasses and I wouldn't be able to see the board. I was failing my classes. Like I just didn't want to wear glasses that much that I chose to not wear them than to be able to see just so I wouldn't be picked on no more. I remember that for my freshman year being that traumatized from glasses, which is so silly. But at the time it was totally a problem for me. Uh, My sophomore year, I got contacts so then I could see again, (laughs) but I remember it being just like a shit show. I remember, um, I just hated high school. I I still, uh, I get mad just talking about it. But after high school, I started taking kickboxing. So that was my, my little outlet that finally opened up my shyness and my timidness and like my, I was always intimidated. I didn't want to fight anybody. I just wanted to be peaceful. I really did. I just wanted to enjoy my life and not mess with nobody. Just let's just get along. That's all I wanted. And that was exactly the exact opposite of what I ever got. I could never get to that point. I never did. And I started taking kickboxing and that was my little outlet for all that anger and all that pain that I kept in. Um, all those years and I started just releasing it through through kickboxing and I got pretty good at it and it was fun I I met, I did love doing kickboxing and boxing for a couple years then I got um, grew up a little more um, I, I still I, I still had that same same problem like if I would go out once I became old enough to drink we'd go to the clubs and stuff and there'd always be somebody (laughs) you know it would be like just the frequency we were going so much and drinking a lot that we would see the same people all the time and it would it would create enemies not friends it was just no matter what and then it would get to the point where it would boil over and then we'd get in a fight like it just it would turn into more so it's like the bullying and just growing just progressed my whole life I'm like even thinking about more recent years let's see it's been about five years four or five years when I worked at um, the casino I had the meanest boss I swear my boss was a bully from hell Um, and I don't even know I think I, I know she knew what she was doing but she just was out of control to the point like where I felt like a kid again I felt like I was literally back as a elementary kid getting picked on and I couldn't do nothing about it. And here I was in my 30s dealing with this shit. And I thought, my God, how is it possible to still be bullied as an adult? Like, you shouldn't be able to do that to a human. Because 
after doing your time of being bullied from freaking birth pretty much all the way to high school through high school and into your 20s that should be more than enough I would say but it's not and and people even old people she was old she's in her 50s or something she was older than me at the time and to be a little bully like that I thought my goodness what's going on here with my life and I remember her picking on me so much like because I work graveyard shift and she would be evil man and she would talk so much shit about me to the other girls that worked there and they would tell me and I, I you know to what extent can I do anything I needed the job I had to I just had a baby like I had just had Mila she was little and I needed to work graveyard so I could stay with her during the day because I didn't have somebody to take care of her and I remember thinking god dang like I gotta go to work again and I have to drive I drive to work crying I would just be like totally upset to get there everything I did was wrong every single thing I did and I wasn't doing nothing wrong I wasn't screwing it up for real it was just that she would pick and pick and pick and say that I was doing things wrong she would um she wouldn't let me sit down there was times where it got to the point where she would if I went to go sit in the back, she would say, oh, well, what are you doing? Get to work. Like there's downtime. There was a lot of downtime between uh, during the night, you know, and she wouldn't let me. So I would literally stand eight hours straight. I wouldn't if I took a lunch, I would go to the cafeteria to get away from her. I would go literally go to the bathroom and cry or I'd go in the bathroom and take my break so I could be away from her because she would follow me. She would even come check on me to make sure I was in the bathroom. I'm like, god dang like she was just she was an evil evil woman and it got to the point where she was harassing me so much bullying harassing however you want to say it um because we used to be able to stay at the hotel and I would get a room for my husband and I and it got to one night where she was so mad that I had gotten approved to stay in one of the suites um, and I didn't tell her and she saw my name on the thing and so she started calling my room at midnight and like nonstop, she was calling. And so I unplugged the phone and I had told her, you know, uh, we're sleeping, leave me alone. And um, she said something was wrong with the payment. So I needed to go down there, which was not true at all. Um, I finally ended up going down because she started calling my cell phone nonstop and leaving me messages and then texting me. So I had proof on my phone, which was what I needed. And so then I went down to talk to her and I was like, just leave me alone. Like, what are you doing? You're psycho. Like, stop. And she um, she got bugged that I finally snapped at her. And I remember that. But I went back up and she still continued to call. I still had messages and stuff on my phone. So I ended up reporting her. But it took a lot out of me to think, my God, you know, we're grown women and you still have that in you to be so conniving and to be so hateful to somebody that wasn't even bad to you from the start it what it happened was that I was total totally nice to her I did everything I was supposed to do what happens when I get friction is when I decide enough's enough like you're taking advantage of me I'm tired of it and when I put my foot down that's when I that's when I get in trouble that's when I start getting the the bullying and the harassment and I remember she actually got in a lot of trouble she got demoted and stuff which I was glad that at least she got in trouble for that instant to maybe prevent her from doing it to somebody else so that was my 
my time to actually step up and say something finally, which I, even as an adult, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say nothing. My husband would say, just tell her, tell her off, who cares? Like, and family, like, it's just, that's not in my nature normally um, at the time. <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to fight. You know, I don't, I don't want to argue. I figure you're my boss. You should be knowing what you're doing. You shouldn't, I shouldn't have to question your authority or think that you're wrong. Um, but it was something down to, God, I remember her not letting me use one door. Everybody could use that employee door except for me. She would make me walk around and then tell me that I was late because she would lock me out of that one door and she would make me walk around and then she'd be like, it's um, 10.01, you're late. I'd be like, literally, I was just at the door. I was already here. I'm already clocked in and she would say, no, you're late. And so she would mark that I was late every day because I was, if I got there at like 10, 10 and 30 seconds, she would count that as not on time. And literally it was always because I had to go to the next door over and that's it. Oh, she makes me mad. <laughs> so I know it's kind of like off. I kind of just wanted to go. I thought that's like a quick rundown of some of the stuff that I've been through. Just my experience with bullying. Um, there's so much more than that. Like it does. That was one job. That was one job because that one stood out more. Um I definitely could say that sadly more often than not I've had bullying experiences at every single one of my jobs that and I um I don't know. I don't I don't know what I keep doing wrong. <laughs> I am a nice person and I think that's where I get screwed <laughs> cuz I like I try to be nice to people and it pisses me off that you can't just be a nice person. Everybody has to take advantage of that. Everybody has to break you down and they do they do it man and if you're one of those people cut it out you know as the person that gets bullied it sucks you know I defend myself a lot more now and I'm a lot more vocal I get emotional because I think of all the shit I've been through and how much it sucks to even be able to remember it you know um I wouldn't, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to remember it, it sucked, it sucks, so, you know, keep in mind, people, you guys, we're all human, just because we're not up to your standard doesn't mean that we're not human, and that we don't have feelings, not all of us are born perfect, not all of us are born popular, not all of us have that backbone to be a bitch to you when you're mean to us, some of us don't want to fight, some of us, we're happy with life, just being chill, just enjoying it you know some of us are just happy functioning you know and a lot of us have more things going on in life than to worry about what you care about what your opinion is you know because you have to take the time out of your life to make somebody miserable it's pathetic it really is and I I really feel bad for you to have to have a soul like that because I mean I don't know if anybody is a bully listening. I'm just saying like to have that kind of soul to to want to make someone's life hell is awful. Like I can't, can't even I can't even think. <laughs> you know, I've dealt with this for myself so much that it's upsetting. 
but seeing it transition into my children, like into my stepdaughter for a stint there, she was getting bullied, cyberbullying. She handled it way better than me. She addressed it. She, you know, she was quick to it. And those little chicks never bothered her again. You know, I'm so proud of her for having that to be able to stand up for herself to get, you know, and she was actually, um, not the school didn't believe her at first. So it was, you know, it's upsetting that the sides get taken and, and, you know, of course they're going to lie. People lie all the time and same thing happens with my little one. She gets bullied. It's just so upsetting because I'm like, golly, like my instinct wants to like sock somebody in the face when they pick on my kid. <laughs> and that's a kid, you know, like my thought is react and I'm instantly mad. But I have to explain to her and I need her to not react the way I did because I don't want her to feel that way for her whole life. Like I don't definitely don't want her to have the problems I had growing up. Um, because it sucks and it sucks to, to have to feel bad about being a good person. Like it's literally like you feel bad that you're nice to everybody because everybody takes advantage of that, like a hundred percent and they pick on you and they're, there's just so much. So getting into like more detail about like different types of bullying. I'm just going to go over some of them so you guys know. Um, Hopefully that whole little piece of the segment made sense just to kind of go over some of my personal experiences because this podcast is to open up. It's to talk about things that are way out of your comfort zone, which is definitely this one, um, and to like share real stories with you guys so you know that we're human and that we have the same issues that you have. Like if you're a younger adult or a kid and you're hearing it, you know, you're not the only one dealing with this stuff, you know, hundred percent, you can survive it and you could come out on top. It's just, it, it just, I want to talk about it and give kind of examples to, to kind of show you guys that it isn't just a one-time thing, you know, I've dealt with it my entire life and it's, it's unfortunate, but I handle it a lot better now. I just got emotional because I'm talking about it right now. Um, but there are many different types of bullying. I'm just going to go over a couple of them. Um, verbal bullying. That was the first one I had looked up. There's, uh, saying or writing mean things. So teasing, name calling, inappropriate sexual comments, taunting, threatening to cause harm those are all verbal bullying um i'd say a lot of teenage time is that because it seems like you're teased more even as a child being name called um inappropriate that like that that, like summed up my whole elementary and junior high and high school right there (laughs) verbal verbal bullying was like the thing always inappropriate Um, threatening to cause harm. I mean, people wanted to fight me, but I mean, I never really fought them. Um, I literally got punched in the face one time (laughs) when I was in high school and I, the girl when approached about it after said, I just don't like her. I don't like her face or something. (laughs) And I thought, my God, I can't even get my face right. (laughs) Like. I was picked on a lot and it sucked. I mean, I would have, um, I should have kicked her ass. (laughs) I'm sorry. That was a sidebar. 
Um, yeah, she was just, it was just a dumb situation. She, my neighbor, I was friends with her and, and she just didn't like me. So that made my face the, the target. <laughs> so, but nothing came of it. I didn't fight her or nothing. It was stupid. Um, social bullying, uh, sometimes referred to as relational, relational bullying involves hurting someone's reputation or relationships. So leaving someone out on purpose, uh, telling people not to be friends with them, spreading rumors about somebody or embarrassing them in public. Um, definitely have experienced every single one of those. Um, it sucks when you get your reputation tainted from the start, like in without even doing anything. It's really a shitty thing for people to do. And I know we're all adults now. So, I mean, there's nothing. It's like, I got to take it with a grain of salt. It's just, I'm sharing these experiences with you. But if you are young and you are in that situation, if you're on the end of where you have that choice to leave someone out or to spread something that you heard, oh, I heard so-and-so this, even as an adult, like cut that out. Like, just stop it right there. You don't need to spread rumors. You don't need to enhance that, especially if you don't know it's true. What do you gain? You don't gain anything out of that. Like, it's just rude. It's mean to that person because to you, haha, I just said it. I don't, or you don't even care. It's just casual, oh, I mentioned it to so and so. And then that just spread and then it's to somebody else and it becomes even bigger. Just stop it at the, like, stop it right there. Don't continue to spread rumors and things that you don't know are a hundred percent. Don't bother. Just don't. We're we're adults, guys, and even even kids. You know, be the bigger person. You don't have to be the bully. You can stop. Um, and I really, honestly, don't take it that there's that many bullies going to be listening to this podcast. But, um, you know, and I just like want to stress it though because sometimes we say things and not intentionally spreading these rumors and not intentionally trying to mess up a reputation, but you are, you are by continuing to say it. It just isn't, it isn't right. Physical bullying, that's hurting a person's body or possessions, hitting, kicking, pinching, spitting, tripping, pushing, taking or breaking someone's things, making mean or rude hand gestures. I mean, I think everybody does that when you're driving. Uh, <laughs> but I think more on the, t- like, um, well, I mean, that comes down to, like, fighting somebody or, you know, picking on them and poking them, harassing them. This is a lot with, like, high school, um, junior high. Like, I had people that would vandalize my car because I had a nice little eclipse when I was a kid. And, oh, that car was my favorite thing ever. And people knew it. And so if they didn't like me, they'd go and do something. I got someone gave me a flat tire. Someone got a screwdriver and hit the door. Like just dumb shit. It was pathetic. It really was. And my parents would tell me it's a car. It's not you. Who cares? Like you can fix it. And I would. And it was just the frustrating that someone goes through that much trouble to pick on you. Um, for what? Like, I, I hope they're very successful because they keyed my car. You know what I mean? Like, what did you get out of it? Nothing. You don't get nothing out of it. It's just being an idiot. Um, Cyberbullying, that's another one. And, and so my, my experience with that wasn't very much because um, 
my generation wasn't into all the internet stuff that we have now. Like, we were, um, I think more exposed to, like, MySpace and, and, like, Facebook first was coming out in my 20s. So it was still, like, mid-20s maybe. So that was still 10, 10, oh my god, almost 10, 14 years ago. Um, whoa, I just aged myself. <laughs> so the cyberbullying, my experience with that would be my, my stepdaughter being harassed through that. They would send, they would just talk awful about her. And, and, you know, it got dealt with. I don't want to go too much into that, but that was like the experience to date of that kind of stuff, but just harassment using electronic means. So you're texting your, um, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, golly, TikTok, all these other social media outlets, and you're using that platform to push your agenda against somebody else. Like your um, so-and-so is uh, sleeping with everybody, you know? So then that that's your bullying. You're picking them, you're picking on them, or, or someone's harassing you. They're They're messaging you constantly and telling you awful things like, anything it could just be anything but through um cyber through the internet through the computers through the phones like having a phone on hand 24 7 makes it really easy to do that then i've seen lots of shows where they have like cyber stalking and bullying and like it doesn't just go from uh girls picking on girls it can go it could be men picking on women men harassing women it's like cyber stalking and bullying and um to the point where you have to address it with the cops you have to call the police you have to do something because it is harassment it is bullying even though we want to brush it off and think "Eh, it's not that big of a deal it is a big deal but think if you don't say something they're going to keep doing that either to you or they're going to start doing it to somebody else. And if you could be the person that could stop them from doing this stuff, do it. Report them. You know, I know that there's so much reporting and people are turning everybody in for dumb things. Like I get there's a, you got to weigh your pros, like what it is. So harassment and bullying is what it is. That's it. But if you're you know, reporting a picture because you just don't like the color. I mean, that's a whole different thing. That's not at all what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people sending you messages, accusing you of things or calling you names or, you know, there's just, and, and the thing with cybering is that you got the proof with it. Save it. Take snapshots of it. Take pictures, print them out, you know, document everything so that you can prove that and you can get you could turn these people in. This is on like a higher old, it's not necessarily an older person because you can be a kid dealing with it too. So it just, it totally depends on your situation. I mean, it's, everybody's different and I think everybody handles things differently. Um, but there are outlets, which I was surprised just looking and researching for, for this topic locally, there's not a whole lot offered here. So I'm local in New Mexico and I wasn't seeing very much at all about uh, outreach programs that that anybody offers. And so that makes me think, ah, oh, I should start another project and, you know, I need to do something. 
my heart wants to help people. This is the exact reason I have this podcast because somehow I want to help other people get through their problems and help them see that we all have, we're all human. We all have the same problems. We all deal with so much stuff in our life. Um, but like there has to be help. Um, I would like to look into that because I think that New Mexico should have something for that. And I think having so much experience, it might be a good thing, um, to look into. I don't know. Because I normally will tell you guys, you know, talk, call this place and this place. And these are all the numbers locally. And I, I don't have local for you. I don't. The numbers I have, I mean, I have websites and stuff, which I'll get into, but I'm just saying like, I'm surprised that there's not more offered for bullying, which makes me think how hard it is for these people that are dealing with it every day for kids, for teenagers, for adults. There has to be something that we can neutralize, that that we can go to when we feel like crap, when we feel like this is too much, or is it too much? Like, we need somewhere to talk to, someone that understands that it isn't, that you should be able to talk about this, and you should be able to get help for this. There has to be something. So... I wouldn't be surprised if I look into this and, and and maybe start my own thing because it does bother me that there's not more offered for people that deal with this because it is a serious subject, guys. This is something that isn't, it's just not right. You know, I wasn't a saint. You know, I'll say too, I had a point where I did pick on one girl and I remember and my biggest regret because she was a little bit dorkier than me and I remember, um, they would pick on her and I didn't defend her. And I remember thinking later in life, what an awful person I was for not, not defending her because that makes me just as bad as them. I didn't say nothing. I just kind of stood out of it because I thought, well, for once they're not picking on me and they're picking on her. And I remember thinking I'm an awful human for thinking that that's okay. You know, I still feel bad for that. And I, I, pray that she's successful and happy and I'm sure she is and she probably never thinks about that but I never forgot her and um I just think for me it affects me different because I had dealt with it so much um and I still remember that kind of stuff it's just awful it's like a PTSD man (laughs) like it it does feel like it it just feels like even though I'm grown up and I'm okay and I'm totally fine now and I defend myself now I still have that trauma, like almost like burn scars of, of what I've been through. And it's still, when I talk about it, it's just like, ugh, you know, it still bubbles me. Um, one out of five, one out of every five students report being bullied. So that's 20% of students that report being bullied. 41% of students who report that they were bullied are bullied at school. So these aren't shocking statistics to me because... I mean, that's where everything normally happened for me as a kid. I was always at school. Um, As an adult, well, is that work, you know? So it's kind of weird how that transitions into the other one. Most of the time, people being reasoned for being bullied or your physical appearance, your race, ethnicity, your gender, disability or religion... Sexual orientation wasn't something that was instant like that for me when I was a kid. It wasn't as big of a a situation or I guess a topic as it is now. So I imagine even more so now. Like how awful for for people figuring out their life and their preferences. Like 
I can't even I feel I feel for you guys I'm sorry that people are mean because I'm sure that that's hell I'm sure that people see tunnel vision and they don't want to let you have your life the way you are I think it's a little bit more open than it was like when I was a kid we didn't really have many people that weren't straight I guess that then some a lot of them didn't come out till after high school so like you you suspected but you didn't so and then the people that did kind of come out a little bit they weren't they were teased pretty bad you know like people weren't very nice to them so um that's a whole nother I would like to go into that as a topic on and not necessarily just bullying but you know how hard it is to deal with that yeah, that's a whole topic on itself um I'll look into that one as well um but like people de- deal with bullying and harassment on so many levels and so much like uh so daily it's just like every like you know poor kids I feel bad for everybody I'm like god dang a couple websites I did want to point out were um stopbullying.gov that one was an international one so that one is available here in New Mexico um and anywhere the bullyingproject.com that was another one and then stompoutbullying.org so those were three of the websites which I will include those in my blog post um which I will post later on either today or tomorrow. I just wanted to mention those because they were a couple places, but I really think that we as a state need something more than just a international website. There has to be something like this is something that gets me. We need somewhere. We need an outreach, a program of some sort to help people. But if you are people that are being bullied, if you're an adult, a kid, I don't care what it is. And you just want to talk and not on the podcast you want to message me or you want to just you can email me whatever you want to get off your chest you can call I'm happy to talk with you like it just wants you guys to know that there is somebody here and I'm sure I'm not the only one that's that is here um listening that is willing to hear you and understands your pain and understands what you're going through um it's not easy it's not it's not it doesn't get easier. You remember things and it's hard. It's hard to deal with being bullied. Um, and, and, and the trauma of it, you know, it's awful. I do want to again, stress that if you are ever having thoughts of suicide, please, please reach out either to myself or to the national suicide prevention lifeline. You can reach them at 1-800-273-8255. Please keep that in mind. I don't want um, to ever feel like there isn't an option for you, you know, don't, please don't ever give up, you know, as much as life gets hard and as much as we go through and how much trauma we go through normally every day, all of us as humans, you're not the only one. Um, please know you'll get through it. It does get better. It does. We do have that pain. We do have that memory. But life is so worth it. It's so much more than that. Well, I can guarantee my life, even after being picked on and bullying my whole bullied my whole life, my good outweighs the bad by a billion percent. Like there is nothing I can remember it and it hurts it hurts me to talk about it. But I know in my heart that life has turned and gone exactly the way it's supposed to. So none of that is none of that even matters anymore you know it's all 
the past that I would like to share with you so that we can help you grow and help you get through it. Because I got through it. I survived it. I'm okay. You know, I've become way stronger of a person than I ever imagined I would have ever been. And all the times that I cried and all the times that I was sad, this is the best that I felt about myself. So please keep your head up. Please, please contact me if you have any questions or anything you want to share. You can reach me again at the at, um, livinglifeoutloud82 at gmail.com. You can blog on my blog website if you would like to. If you'd like to share your story and as a blog, please consider doing that. I will be happy to share it on there. Um, you guys just stay safe. Stay stay happy. I um, hope that some of you are reached or touched or I don't know how this one helped. I kind of just think this one was more of a venting for myself. But, <laughs> but I mean, it does help. It does help to share And to know that you're not the only one going through it, you know, and you're not alone. So please take care. Um, Next week, we will be doing uh, our episode on uh, substance abuse, cheating, and a couple other topics. Um, So some more intense topics. We're going to just keep rolling with it. And I'm having a wonderful time doing this podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, And I will see you guys next week. Have a very blessed and wonderful 4th of July. Bye.